Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A show where a nerd fits in. The Riley and Kimmy Show. Come out to play. Look at me. I'm out. I'm out there. I'm way out there. When you're strange, no one remembers your name. Kimmy. I got one name. Get it. When you're strange, when you're strange, when you're strange. I want you to want me. That is so true, and how appropriate we kick things off with Cheap Trick from your hometown, Kimmy. Yeah. On episode 368 of the Riley and Kimmy Show, I am your host, Patrick Riley. Right next to me is the traveling companion, the person who causes all the problems, the crazy one, the strange one, oh, the one who's way out there, and that is Kimmy. Hello. And Kimmy, you know, speaking of Rockford, you have to uh, give a quick shout out. To uh, some friends and uh, people that are uh, listeners to the Riley and Kimmy Show on a regular basis, I'd like to say hi to uh, Keith, who uh, checked into the Riley and Kimmy Show and dropped us a line, sent us some email, just by going right to our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Hey, and, Keith. Yeah, really appreciate the kind words that he said. Mm-hmm. And speaking of also from Rockford, I'm hoping to uh, get a package in the mail from one of our friends up there. He is a nerd and old. I mean, he's older than dirt nerd. I, he's not the oldest nerd we have listening to the Riley and Kimmy show, but he sure is up there. I mean, <laughs> actually, he's a near and dear friend, uh, somebody uh, that I worked with for many years. Uh, he's a television person now, working in the world of TV, and supposedly has a nerd package coming down from Illinois to Florida. The question is, will it be thought out by the time it comes to the mailbox or mm. actually to the front door? I have a feeling the mail person is going to drop like this big block of ice like you used to see in the uh, <laughs> Three Stooges movies, you know, where they were carrying the ice and stuff for these mm-hmm. ice boxes. I think that's what the mail's going to look like. Mm. Big block of ice is going to be sitting there. But I'm kind of interested what it is. He has not told me what the nerd items are. Uh-oh. He said, I got some nerd gifts for you, just just for nerd gifts, for your one-year anniversary show. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So thanks to him as well and also sending to a, a sending a uh, shout out to another part of the united states but actually not that far from the riley and kimmy show a big shout out going to terry in deland florida checking into the riley and kimmy show hey and, terry yeah you know what's really cool about terry what he and i besides both being nerds because mm-hmm. i know that's why we are brothers from another mother mm-hmm. like me he is a drummer too yes he is a fellow percussionist yes just like me kimmy Mm. actually he's not just like me he he's good i mean he's he's actually i mean he's really good Mm -hmm. you know he didn't get he didn't get kicked out of the band and well before getting kicked out of the band was reduced to playing a triangle and a block of wood yeah just a symbol you know yeah he's he's good and i bet he actually likes the little drummer boy 
Mm. I don't think he has feelings like I do about the little drummer boy. No. And you know, you know what? My mother would have been so proud of Terry. She would actually have adopted him and abandoned me in a doorstep. Do you know Aww. why? Why? Because he's a drummer and he's good yeah. at it. Because, you know, she had this thing for Buddy Rich and tried to turn me into that drummer that I couldn't be. I know. And she wanted, you know, she was not a happy person. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, she was not happy at all. You know, why she couldn't have picked a guitarist, I, mm. you know, or something else, something really, you know, but no, it had to be somebody who was older than dirt that wasn't even relatable to you and I in our, our era. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you're going to be him. And it didn't happen. So that's why I yeah, have issues with being a drummer. But I can say I was. So Terry and I do have something in common with that. Okay. So big thanks to uh, Terry checking into the Riley and Kimmy show. And speaking of the land where Terry is, we are going to be... We're going to be in Deland in less than one week. That's right. We're going to be in Deland at the Deland Comic and Collectible Show at the Volusia County Fairgrounds. It's happening Sunday, January 11th from 10 in the morning until 5 in the afternoon and over 125 tables. I mean tables filled with cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Collectibles. Things like lunchboxes, Kimmy. Mm-hmm. Action figures. Uh-huh. Big dolls. and small dolls, yes. All kinds of things. All kinds of stuff. I hope there's diecast cars. Yeah. Now we have a friend sending a shout out to uh, a friend in Winter Park by the name. You know who I'm going to be talking about here? Mm-mm. Bob. Oh. Oh yeah, our good friend Bob. Mm-hmm. Now Bob's really into diecast figures, or not figures. Uh, you know, diecast cars and trucks. Mm-hmm. Really into big trucks too. He. I, it's amazing. This guy's into like these big rig things. Mm. And he's promised he's coming to the Deland Comic and Collectible Show at the Volusia County Fairgrounds. And I hope they have a lot of diecast figures or, you know, toys mm-hmm. for him there. Maybe some matchboxes. Because I know he also collects one of the things he collects. And I do too, but not to the degree he does. I mean, he has displays and stuff for these beautiful displays I've seen pictures of. The reason I've only seen pictures of them is because he's never invited us over. Mm. Yeah, he he's ashamed of the Riley and Kimmy show. You know, it's safe to sample the Riley and Kimmy show online and on your smartphone, but boy, you don't want the Riley and Kimmy show to come into your house. <laughs> I think he thinks we're sort of like you know Dracula. Mm. You know, once you invite over the threshold, mm-hmm. you know we'll never leave. Mm. We're not gonna we're not gonna plop down on the couch and just move in. We haven't done yeah. that in a long time. Nah. <laughs> so we, we're not gonna squat your house, no. Bob. Not at all. Probably not. No, Kimmy's housebroken, so she won't do that. I promise. (laughs) So, you know, he collects those things, which we've never seen in the real world. But I have a feeling he's going to have a fun time at this event. Mm -hmm. I I really do. And you can have a fun time, too, if you're in the central Florida area. Uh, You know, Deland, in case you're not aware of, is right between the cities of Orlando and Daytona Beach. So if you're coming down on a, a touristy kind of thing on January 11th, you'll happen to be in central florida it's really easy to find mm-hmm. it's right off of you know i4 which will be a friend of yours if you are a tourist and if you are a resident a native or resident uh, i4 is your monster mm-hmm. <laughs> at times but it's really easy to get to and uh, a beautiful town too by the way not just for the uh, deland comic and collectible show uh you can go there anytime because they have businesses it's it's an active town an active downtown which is very rare to find these days mm-hmm. and it kind of reminds me like of a disney kind of main street thing going 
Mm-hmm. And there's all yep. these different types of uh, collectible shops and curio places that you can go into and food and stuff like that, including a very cool shop for collectibles. Speaking of collectibles, that is Carousel's Collectibles right in downtown Deland. And we find all kinds of unique things there from time to time. And just to give you an example of that, if you want to see our uh, very unique, and I mean one of the most bizarre things I've ever found, I have it right on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com, a photo of it. I won't even identify what it is right now because it will just stand out on its own right. Mm -hmm. You will go, whoa, they actually made that and that fool actually bought it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what they're going to say. And I know when I bought that off of Jim, he was probably laughing behind my back saying that idiot actually bought that. (laughs) But he did it in a nice way. You know, I'm I'm, I'm a good idiot. Mm -hmm. You know, he's like, man, that idiot actually bought that. So Mm -hmm. if you want to see what the idiot bought, (laughs) you can... Uh, and and you allowed me to, it was a, a reward sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find it right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. Dressing up in costumes, playing silly games, hiding out in treetops, shouting out rude names. Nobody will be shouting out rude names at the Deland Comic and Collectible Show, but there will be people dressing up in costumes. There will be cosplayers there. And by the way, if you are a cosplayer or a wannabe cosplayer, a person who just likes to pop on a costume, you are invited to the Deland Comic and Collectible Show. Come on out, you superheroes. Come on out, you freaks. Mm -hmm. Yes, we want to see you. We want to talk to you. That's right. You are welcome. Just think of this way. You know, the doors are open to freakdom. You have a place, a sanctuary from 10 o'clock in the morning on that Sunday, January 11th till 5. You will fit in for sure. You don't have to worry about being an outcast. And because we're the biggest freaks on planet Earth and we are there. And by the way, we would love to meet you. Talk nerd with you. Talk geek. Talk freak whatever pop culture you would like to talk about. And if you'd like to be part of a podcast, we will be uh, recording an episode right there. You can. But if you're shy, if, if you're really shy and you say, I, I can't do that, we understand. No pressure on that. We can just talk nerd off mic. Mm-hmm. Okay? Just stop on by. We'd love to meet you. And that is at the Deland Comic and Collectible Show at the Volusia County Fairgrounds. And how much is it to get into this big event, Kimmy? It's only $5. $5. For adults. That's right. And for children. It's free. Children who are 12 and under. Yes. You, and parking is also free. Free. And they do have food, I'm told, on the premises. Yes. So a lot of fun. Family fun. I mean, think mm-hmm. about that. This is a great family fun activity happening on January 11th, just around the bend. If you're listening to this show as it's uploaded, oh man, just a few days away. And I'm starting to really stress out because, well, uh, Trying to get things organized ahead of time. I'm not trying to do the last minute kind of thing like uh, I've been known to do. <laughs> so, I'm, and I, it's a good idea because a piece we were bringing to the show that I constructed uh, wouldn't have worked. <laughs> Let's put it that way, would have it? No. It would not have worked, and now I am going back to building, and that'll be my latest project to try to get it at the show on Sunday, January 11th. And you'll just have to stop on by to find out if I was successful or not. And speaking of DeLand, coming up in the very near future, we're going to be going to DeLand for something else, Kimmy. Yeah? It's been announced the DeLand Mardi Gras Dog Parade is almost upon us. Now this year's theme is British Barkers. The parade will be on Saturday, January 24th in downtown DeLand. 
that beautiful Main Street area we were talking about. Mm-hmm. And it is a huge event. Uh-huh. I, I don't know how many thousands of people literally pack the sides of the streets for this, right? Right. And I, could, I couldn't tell you how many people are actually in the parade. We have been in it before, and we're going to be in it again with two of our fur kids. Yes, it is a dog parade. You mm-hmm. heard right, a Mardi Gras dog parade. And we've chosen two of our fur kids to be there. And you selected Groot mm-hmm. and Rocket yep. to be there. Now, you said Lockjaw, no way on earth you're allowing Mr. 205 plus pounds on the parade route. No. Even though he's extremely friendly. Oh, yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah. That might be one of the problems because we don't have brakes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, where Lockjaw goes sometimes, Lockjaw goes. Right. And I mean, he wants to meet you and uh, there's no holding back. Right. So... He was uh, ruled out, and crypto <laughs> was ruled out for uh, not the same reason, but just for, you know, crypto kind of uh, is a social phobe. Mm-hmm. That'd be the best way to put it. Yeah. You know, if she knows you, she digs you. Mm-hmm. Doesn't know you, she doesn't want to meet you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And we don't want to take that out of, mm-hmm. in the public. Mm-hmm. Not at all. But you know what? There might even be a pig in this parade, mm-hmm. actually, because the last time we were at the uh, dog parade, there was a pig in the parade. Yes. The pig slept in the parade. Mm-hmm. And I actually, it was a snoring pig. And I was right next to the snoring pig. Mm-hmm. Got to pet the snoring pig. Mm-hmm. And, but the pig was sleeping. But I have a feeling the pig will be awake. Because the pig's a little bit older now. It was a baby pig. Yeah. You know, so the, the pig will be uh, there. I, I just think the pig will be there. So we will be at this event. We have a link to this. I mean, it's fun. If you're in Central Florida during that time or you happen to live in Central Florida, stop on by for this. This is a fun. I mean, it, it, the family is going to love this. Mm-hmm. I really look forward to this. I mean, I and I was so happy before sitting down with this uh, episode. I said to you, I said, Kimmy, the dog parade. In or out. And you said, oh, we're going to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. You did not even hesitate to uh, give a thumbs up on that one. Yep. And go right to our website, RileyandKimmy.com, and you can find out more about that. Now, nerddom is underway, and that's what our podcasts are all about. Pop culture, nerd stuff, TV, movies, comic books, all related. And we have a list on our website at RileyandKimmy.com, provided by ComicBook.com, of all the geek shows, the mid-season return dates for winter and spring of 2015. All right. And, and by the way, if you're listening to this show the day it's uploaded, our show, uh, you better have had your DVR set because January 5th, Gotham returns. Mm-hmm. I know you're really looking forward to that one, Kim. You didn't even see the season finale yet, have you? No, I haven't. I, I'm being honest here. It improved. The show did towards the end. I'm looking forward to what the season finale is. Oh, okay. I'd say probably three episodes before the mid-season finale got a lot better. Oh, okay. Now, one I am not recording, but it's going to be kicking off on January 6th is Marvel's Agent Carter. Mm. I'm just not, I don't care. Okay. You know, not that one. By the way, speaking of Marvel's Agent Carter, we have a detailed television review about it. It is favorable, to be quite honest. And we have that available right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. January 8th, The Big Bang Theory returns. 16th, good news, because Kimmy almost sort of caught up with this, except that the DVR did not catch the last episode. And I tried to watch it on NBC.com, and it just did not work. And that is Constantine. Mm. So we're going to watch Constantine, but won't know what happened on the mid-season finale. Unless they rerun it before then. I doubt they will. But they might. We'll take a look. Flash returns on January 20th. The Arrow on the 21st. By the way, I'm speculating... Are you ready for this? Mm. Yeah, he's not probably going to be in the first episode or two. Yeah. I think I know who saves him. Originally, I thought maybe it was Talia they would introduce. Mm-hmm. Or maybe even Nyssa 
You mm-hmm. know that would do it? Mm-mm. It's Merlin. I know for a fact it is now. I mean, I'm, I'm like 99% sure. Why? Because I know that um, the person who plays Malcolm Merlin, mm-hmm. you know who that is, right? Yes. Okay. And who is that, Kimmy? John Barrowman. Yes, John Barrowman plays Malcolm Merlin. And on one of his social media pages, he announced back a little while ago that he was up in the mountains in the snow shooting some scenes. Oh. Uh, yeah. So put two and two together. Mm. I think what happens is Thea goes to her father. Her brother's missing. Says, Dad, can you find my brother? Something to that effect. Hmm. And he goes. And he's the one that, maybe he even went. Maybe he was there lurking in the background. You don't know. Mm-hmm. And it'd have to be, I think, somebody around pretty quick to dump him in the Lazarus pit. So uh, that, I think, maybe Merlin was already there. Maybe not. Maybe the, maybe the you know, the, I, somebody gets him there or Merlin was already there. And Merlin's the one, I think, that saves him. And mm-hmm. that'll make a commitment between the two. Means Ollie owes Merlin. Mm. And that could play out down the road. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that's probably what's going to happen. I don't think that's a spoiler because it's not official. That's just a Patrick Riley prediction. Some other shows that are returning, February 8th, The Walking Dead, March 1st, Once Upon a Time, March 3rd, About Time. And I'm, I, hope, I hope it's worth the payoff here because I'd hate to forget what was actually going on before it comes back. And that is March 3rd, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm. Uh, we'll get to see what Sky looks like. Mm-hmm. And what did she become? <laughs> we'll find out more of that. And if you want the complete list, by the way, of uh, what's returning, you can find that right on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. Speaking of The Walking Dead, when AMC's Talking Dead, the weekly Walking Dead after show, returns from its winter hiatus, the first episode will be delayed by an hour to give the prime Walking Dead lead-in to the premiere show and the premiere of Better Call Saul. Mm. Talking Dead host Chris Hardwick confirmed this by Twitter but reassured fans that it was a one-week-only thing. Now, Better Call Saul is the hotly anticipated spinoff of Breaking Bad. So, are you looking forward to this? Well, since I don't have cable... Well, you're going to see it eventually on Netflix. Well, yeah. Yes, I am. Okay. I was curious, you know. Or, you know, if you... Come on, work on this. Get some friends here. Get somebody to invite you over. Duh. You know, or <laughs> to record it for you. I mean, it, it is possible, Kimmy. That's right. Anyway, we have more information about that, uh, the Talking Dead, right on our website at RileyandKimmy.com. My name is Iron Man. My armor is bulletproof. My repulsor rays will stop almost anything. Oh, let's talk about Iron Man and Iron Man 4. That's a little excerpt from it, Kimmy. <laughs> no, it, it's not. I'm kidding. But let's talk about Iron Man 4. According to comicbook.com, Gwyneth Paltrow, your favorite actress of actresses, right? Not. Oh, okay. Is unsure of her future with the Iron Man franchise, Kimmy. Yeah. Yeah, Paltrow, who plays Pepper Potts, Tony Stark's assistant and uh, love interest, revealed in a recent interview that she isn't sure if she'll reprise a role in any more Marvel Studio films. But while Potts may live on future installments, Paltrow made it seem that she may not be around for the ride. Quote, I'd like to do it. That's what she recently told Harper's Bazaar. But they might swap me out for an 18-year-old Pepper Potts or something. Unquote. Paltrow has appeared in every Marvel Cinematic Universe movie featuring Iron Man to date, starring in all three Iron Man films and briefly appearing in The Avengers. She's not currently listed on the cast of the Avengers sequel, Avengers Age of Ultron. And it is completely up in the air if she will appear in Iron Man's next movie film, in Iron Man's next Marvel film, Captain America, Civil War. Now, I don't think she will. 
in mm. that one. Not because of her. I just don't recall the character having any anything to do with it. They'd have to shoehorn her in mm. to it. And I think they're going to be so chock full of things, individuals. Uh, there's no. There, you, she's just a distraction in that case. Mm-hmm. I, and this is going to sound mean. I like to see him kill her off. Mm-hmm. The character. I know that's departing from the Marvel storylines, but I think it would also maybe add to a complexity to Tony Stark. Because if they do with Civil War, what I think they're going to do, mm-hmm. i.e. stay with the graphic novels and the, and the issues, the comic books arc that was out, it's going to be one dark uh, story. And Stark, he is, he's not, you know, he's the lovable kind of guy in these movies that he's been so far. Mm-hmm. There's been some conflict a little bit between he and Cap, but he is really, you're going to hate him. Hmm. And I think it's going to shock some people. You will not, in my opinion, you will not like Tony Stark. Mm. This isn't the happy-go-lucky, let's, you know, sit on top of a donut hole and with a hangover and then talk to Nick Fury or spar a little bit with Nick Fury. No, this is, the, he becomes edgier and darker and twisted. Not evil necessarily, but his actions may be evil. You hmm. have to determine that. And I think with her death, if they could tie it in some way, that might explain maybe a little bit of change of thought, mm-hmm. you know, and, and change of character direction. Because that's one of the things I, I'm urging people to go to a comic book store, read Civil War, also Marvel's Age of Ultron ahead of time. Because if you have little ones and you're taking them to either one of these two movies I'm talking about that are about to hit the theaters, and well, one is about to, and the other one in the off, you know, future, but not that far off. Uh, you might be surprised if you think it's like Avengers or you think it's like Captain America Winter Soldier. Not even Winter Soldier, more like Captain America First Avenger. Winter Soldier had darkness to it, but it's going to be darker than Winter Soldier. Both of these movies are a lot do- darker, and it will be uh, a tearjerker in certain circumstances. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Stark is not going to be as dark in, in Avengers, the new Avengers film, in my opinion, where I'm talking about, but he will be in Civil War. Okay. And it could, you know, maybe she is in, that would be what to do is in Age of Ultron. You could, I don't know if they'll do that. It's not part of the storyline from the comic books, but you could have Ultron bump her off. That would play out why he's changed maybe a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, and became what he became. So head to a comic book store. Perfect opportunity to find out about the rich past of Marvel Comics. And they can help you by, uh, you know, recommending things about the stories we're talking about. Civil War and also Marvel's Age of Ultron. Anyone ever tell you, when you walk, you look just like a penguin? (laughs) No. Nobody's ever told me that. Why snitch on your own boss? I confess that that poor orphan boy pricked my conscience. I've done my civic duty. It was Gilzine. He's the snitch. No. Gilzine is loyal. So am I. I would open a vein right here and now if you asked me to. Go on, then. Open one. There's a war coming. A terrible war. There, there will be chaos, rivers of blood in the streets, and I can help you. All right, that is the Penguin from the new hit series, Gotham. Now, I'm going to ask Kimmy a couple questions here. First of all, who plays the Penguin now? Oh, I, I don't recall his name. Oh, shame on you, Kimmy. What is the Penguin's real name? Oh, Cobblepot. Can you give me the first name? Wow, that's, that's good. Cobblepot except Oswald Cobblepot. Now, the actor who plays Penguin is Robin Lord Taylor. That mm-hmm. is the, the latest person to become Penguin. He has delighted critics and fans alike with his unique portrayal of Oswald Cobblepot, 
The Penguin on Fox hit freshman series Gotham. Now, comicbook.com provided an interview where he was speaking with the LA Times. He shares his take on the iconic supervillain and following in the footsteps of some very legendary actors. Quote, I'll try to keep from being trite, but it's been absolutely mind-blowing. I never in a million years imagined I would be on something this huge, this iconic. Unquote. Now, Taylor says he is both honored and a bit nervous to be following in the same footsteps of the previous Penguin actors. Name two of them, Kimmy, on the live versions, either film or television. Danny DeVito. All right. And one other. Burgess Meredith. <laughs> yes, Kimmy got it right. And of the two, Burgess Meredith, Danny DeVito, which one's your favorite? Burgess Meredith. Okay. Did you care for the Danny DeVito portrayal? No. All right. Now, what do you think of Robin Lloyd Taylor's portrayal? I think he's great. Okay. Now, quote, I don't think I could be human and not be intimidated to follow in the footsteps of Burgess and Danny. They are iconic actors and their portrayals were iconic. I grew up watching both of them. It was daunting, but when I ultimately got to read the script, I saw it was a unique take on the character, illuminated parts of the character that had not been illuminated in previous incarnations. The pressure was lessened because I know I could make my own choices and make the character my own. Unquote. That's Robin's words there on that. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Good morning. Looking for another beautiful day here in the How city. How about that Spider-Man? Last night on the Manhattan Bridge, he saved a dozen lives. We want to hear your calls. Heads up, watch out. Well, that's Spider-Man 2. My question for Kimmy is, did you like the movie Spider-Man 2, and do you want a Spider-Man 3 with Andrew Garfield? Um, don't really care. Okay, you didn't care for Spider-Man 2, and you don't really care about Mm-mm. Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Cinema Blend reports there's been an ongoing debate on whether or not Spider-Man 3 is actually going to happen. Now, between talks of Marvel Studios taking over the character and potentially ditching Andrew Garfield as lead, and Sony struggling to revive the franchise after not performing as well as they hoped on Spider-Man 2, there hasn't been a clear-cut answer on what's happening with the film until now. A recent casting call for extras proves that The Amazing Spider-Man 3 is definitely happening. Now, Bill Beckham Casting sent out a casting call looking for male and female extras of all ages and ethnicities, ages 18 to 65, and it gives us some more information on the film than we've gotten before. First off, it confirms that Sony is a studio producing. It also lists Andrew Garfield in the film with the description, Peter Parker's Spider-Man faces a new challenge to protect New York City. Wow, that's pretty deep there. Yeah, that gives me a lot to work on. New challenge, huh? (laughs) So it looks like Andrew Garfield will be suiting up as Spider-Man once again. Now, keep in mind, the second film was considered a flop. Hmm. Now, I'm wondering if you remember how the second one kind of ended with the shocker. And it's kind of amazing they bumped this person off in the second movie and not the third. I thought they would die in the third. But no, they died in the second. But I am wondering if they're going to be doing something twisted and tapping into a Bronze Age story of Spider-Man uh, back around 1975 is when I think it, it uh, was published. And that is Gwen Stacy returning after her death by the Goblin. She does return to the Spider-Man storylines. Hmm. And I'm wondering if they will do that with this film. And how they do that, the villain is the Jackal. And the Jackal uh, worked as, if I remember correctly, as a professor... Uh, Peter had him in classes. He, he attended his classes. So did Gwen. The guy was obsessed with Gwen Stacy. I mean, we're talking like, you know, like really liked his student. And he cloned her. 
Mm. And he also clones Spider-Man. And that's the storyline that the arc that comes from that period on. I don't know if they would do the Spider-Man cloning part, that part, but I think they might tap into her being cloned. Mm. You could use it at the end of three to hook for four if all of a sudden he sees her. Now, there's an iconic, I think it's a cover even with that, where you see her legs or boots and that and Spider-Man, or maybe it was the opening of the uh, the issue. I can't remember. the very. End. It was the very end of the issue. Spider-Man has his battle with somebody and puts an end to it, and then she walks into the scene, and which hooked you to buy the next issue. They could use that kind of iconic moment uh, for Spider-Man 3 going into 4 or make her part of 3. I just think, I, I, I just, it, it, it always bothered me they bumped her off in 2. Mm. And because, you know, I just, and 3, you know, and, and the, the question is, will he have a relationship with the clone or not? That would be the thing. You know, will he or won't mm. he? And that, you know, play out. By the way, if you think that's kind of a cool storyline I'm talking about, once again, head to your local comic book store. They have these in reprint if you don't want to buy the originals. And you can do that. They have, you know, in books, you know, things that are mm-hmm. for eras. I couldn't tell you what what uh, essential volume, Marvel's essential Spider-Man volume that would be in. But the comic book person could do that for you right at your favorite comic book store. And you don't know uh, where to go for a comic book store? You don't know where to go for a comic book store? Go right to our website, RileyandKimmy.com. Because right there, Kimmy, what we have is a comic book shop locator. And it'll tell you right where to uh, head to. Okay. All right, the question I have for you, Kimmy, is which comic book company almost went bankrupt first? Was it Marvel Comics or DC Comics? And which one tried or which one had the opportunity to buy the other one? Marvel? Marvel was going to go under. Uh Uh-huh. And DC was going to buy Marvel. Yeah. That's your guess. Yeah. Well, comicbook.com talks about the history and... By the way, I've read this detailed history in a book they're going to mention, and I recommend the book. Now, in a new one-shot web short, Variant Comics has put together a two-minute presentation about a time back actually in 1980s when Warner Brothers almost closed down the DC Comics publishing imprint and licensed the characters to Marvel. Oh. Yes. Now, the story, as related in Sean Howell's Marvel Comics, The Untold Story, and by the way, get that book. I recommend it, nerds is that in 1984, Warner Brothers Brass thought DC was dead weight and offered Marvel, whose management they believed to be superior since the books were selling better, the opportunity to take over stewardship of DC's characters. Now, the video, which we have on our website, details that Marvel would have continued to publish DC's seven most popular properties. Can you name some of those, Kimmy? What would Marvel have kept of DC? Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Yes. Any others? Uh, I don't know. Green Lantern, Justice League, and Teen Titans and the Legion of Superheroes. Okay. And they still would have expanded maybe on some others at a later date. Now, Marvel declined, thinking that the reason DC was failing was the characters, not the management, and that it was unlikely it would have been a profitable venture for Marvel. Hmm. Can you imagine they passed up on Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman? What do you think they're thinking now? I don't know. It's like, uh (laughs) uh-oh. Do you you have a feeling when Christopher Nolan's first Batman movie hit, do you think somebody back in Marvel's world was going, what in the F were you thinking? Mm -hmm. You know, I have a feeling that might have been happening. Now, I... Ironically, of course, a little over a decade later, Marvel spiraled into bankruptcy, and before it was totally out, they had their fair share of potential buyers as well. 
According to Image Comics co-founder Rob Liefeld, who spoke with ComicBook.com editor-in-chief recently, those old rumors that current DC co-publisher and Image co-founder Jim Lee was in talks to buy Marvel Comics during the bankruptcy are true and maybe came closer to being plausible than anybody knows. So Jim Lee may have had Marvel. Now, there was also some discussion at a time about Stan Lee Media buying Marvel, and when they couldn't manage to put together the cash at the time, Lee turned to somebody in the music industry. Who would have Stan Lee, who would have Stan Lee turned to in the music industry right around 1984-85 to buy Marvel? I do not know. Oh, you do know the person he turned to. Yes, he turned to Michael Jackson. Oh. Now, Michael Jackson had expressed an interest in getting a Spider-Man movie off the ground. Some sources even say he wanted to play Spider-Man. Ooh. Now, Michael Jackson had mistakenly believed that Stan Lee owned the rights. Uh-huh. I don't know if, you know, Stan's people just, you know, let him think that or what, but anyhow, he kind of thought they did. Now, they talked about trying to buy the company together, but Marvel management didn't want to sell to Lee and inflated the price to where Michael Jackson walked away, and that's according to Stan Lee. Hmm. So if you want to find out more, we have that story right on our website, which is RileyandKimmy.com. It's the end. The end of the path I started us on. Nothing lasts forever. Find archive podcasts of The Riley and Kimmy Show at RileyandKimmy.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.